What's in the <laughs> mug, Jay? We'll wait. Tea, white with one sugar, but it's a, it's a brand new mug, actually. That is actually it. you oh, on the front. God. It's me Mr. on the Lincoln front. City. Loads of shout-outs this week, by the way. Loads of shout-outs this week. You're listening to That League One Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to That League One Podcast. In a week where we had 10 midweek games, we had 12 great games yesterday. We're here to talk all about it. We are joined by the fabulous three, uh, and myself as well. And uh, again, grateful that you've chosen to spend your next hour or so with us on That League One Podcast. And... Again, before we introduce the chaps, as always, again, this week was a busy week. We had Skybet League One action. We had Valentine's Day. Well, for Jake and Wardy and myself, that was just Wednesday. For Tom, obviously, again, uh, he had a little bit more. Um, Jake didn't quite get a Valentine's Day message this year. I'm not birthday, sure about Wardy. I-, I can confirm I did. Um, Queen of the podcast, Sue, sent me a lovely Valentine's Day message. So uh, I was very happy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we'll come to Mr. House Proud, we'll come to Jake, because, what is it now, six unbeaten, doing really well, two wins in a row, um, at home, that is. Uh, mm. How are you, mate? Good Valentine's Day, good week? <clears throat> yes, mate, four points this week, a point away at Charlton, with read to the read to the wind, getting on the score sheet, which I... Um... I put a nice little voice note in the in the in the T Lock group chat after he uh, after he scored, which I'm sure the boys enjoyed. But but no, yeah, good. To, it's always better when you you know. And Tom will tell you this because they seem to win every fucking weekend. But your weekends are always made better when your team win. And uh, I'm just bouncing, mate. Happy, smiling from here to here. Lincoln City are back. We're gonna win next week as well. Oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come to. Um, Jack now. Jack, again, Oxford, a bit frustrating at the minute. You're five unbeaten, but you've won one in seven. How are you seeing it? Uh we just we just pick up draws and draws and wins. Draws and wins, and that might get us over the line. Uh yeah, we, we prefer Tuesdays, so we sort of might play on Tuesday now all the time. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come into the game, of course. Tom's got it, I think. But it in about an hour's time. In about yeah, about an hour and a half for about two That's minutes. Generous, so stay mate, stay tuned for that. <laughs> stay tuned for the two minute segment in an hour and a half. We've all fallen asleep. <laughs> um, no, it was it was a a bit of a frustrating one, but you know what? We're still in the mix, and and that's what we want. Absolutely. And uh, can I just say, on behalf of me, Jack and uh, Jake, um, and I think I've got Performer of the Week this week, I think Charlie Stavage is right up there. I have never been walking out of the ground and so happy in my (laughs) life, right? We get it. It's all over it. Tom, we get it. You're good at football. Grow. How many out of interest? How many views do you reckon that knocks off just by that one goal? I reckon you'd probably Um, get an extra like 5,000 if he didn't score. Yeah, to be fair, the video's done really well, so I'm really <clears> pleased. But um, it's it's been like one of the fastest growing of the season, which is amazing. I just think what it could have been if we hadn't let that goal in. But oh well, I wasn't they, like the players don't on purpose. I reckon they guy can't stand it. Come on, well, Charlie, have a go. Joe said to me a while ago that it's always the plan to win four 0 and since he's been out the side, we have we've been throwing them away in the last minute, and that is literally like twice in what three weeks. But yeah, no, that's mm. very much clutching at straws. We are enjoying our football at the minute. And can can we just add as well, Ben, T-Lop 24 this week, yeah. which means one. more than a whole day's worth of League One podcast listening available to these lucky people. That's tremendous. 
Um, and that's for one for every Skybet League One team as well. Yes. 24. What, and we've still got another 12 to go. So again, if you've not already, come and join us on Patreon at That League One Podcast as well. £3.50 a month. You get all the visuals. You'll get extra podcasts as well. A couple of weeks ago, we did a tee up extra over 90 minutes. It was really good in depth. Q&A, different talking points as well. And we've got loads more. So come over, join us for £3.50 a month. It's worth it. Again, we've got loads of new sign-ups, as you'll hear about um, in a second as well. And give us a follow on our social medias as well at That League One Podcast. I believe we have a few shout-outs before we get into Tuesday's action, but then we'll go into Saturday's action. Jake, I'll start with you. Um, yes. Yes. I believe where I know where this is going because we had a nice little... Um, breakfast date. Well, <clears throat> I said we, me and Sue was until you know you joined in and you third wheeled. Um, me and Paul? Yeah, well, Paul's all right. You know, oh. he, he's very welcome, but you know, you, you were third wheeling. And well, you were on a date with Paul. I was on a date with Sue. That's what it was. Um, I believe you got a shout out for a lovely lady that has just joined the podcast. Yes, I do. I have two shout outs actually. And um, Sally, welcome to the premium T Lock gang. She uh, she approached us in the in the Wisby Garden Centre when we had a nice full English and uh, told us that she had a patron. I believe, and Sue Sue sent me a message about it this morning, that her um, her husband is a Sheffield Wednesday fan. So uh, if Sally's husband is listening, <laughs> I bet you cannot wait to get covered on that League One podcast next season. We're looking forward to to having you. Um, my second shout-out, and, and I know it, it, it kind of defaults the, the purpose of shout-out of the week. Uh, it's also on the day of recording, uh, 50th birthday of my good friend Chris Conrath who uh, I go to the football with every week. He's turned 50 today. Good to see that he can get three points for him. So well done, Chris. You're now a fucking old man. Um, Tom, I believe you have a shout-out. Even old Jake. Can't believe that. Tom, I believe you have a shout-out as well. Uh, yeah, I have actually got two, Ben. Uh, first of all, you boys will have hopefully seen. Some of us have, some of us haven't. Um, there was an upper tea lot from a chap who travelled all the way with his family from Johannesburg in South Africa to watch Pompey yesterday. And I'm sure he'll be listening. So thank you very much for being with us on tea lot. And our second shout out, boys, this week is for absolutely everyone. It's quite broad, but you'll see why in a minute. This week was the week where that League One podcast hit 30,000 plays. So thank you to every single one of you for taking the time of day to spend a little bit of time with us. Quick disclaimer, a play counts as anyone who's listened to any episode for 60 seconds or more. So I'm sure there's some people that have given it a couple of minutes and gone, oh, this is rubbish and just turned (laughs) off. So whether you're a long-term T-Lopper or you stumbled across for the first time, welcome and thank you. Jake will all, all Jake, Jake will know all about lasting sixty seconds, won't you, son? So um, at least I get all. given the opportunity to last sixty seconds, and like half the boys on the podcast, you you, you keep telling you you keep telling yourself that sunshine if that's what you want to believe. I've um, got I'm, a little. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. The host, you go ahead if you. Oh, no, you I'll go stop. ahead, mate. I, I say the best to last because I am the best in the world at what so I. Mine's do. not a shout out, right? Mine's not a shout out, but mine is. It's this is going to get you confused. I am going to see one of you boys in person <laughs> next week. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. The, I know it is. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going to where I'm going to be. It's me. I know it is. I, mate, not, you're giving it away. I'm not oh, going to tell you where. By any chance? But I will be at a ground that one of you boys, I presume, will be at. Well, mate, it's week. Exeter, mate, well, isn't it? Sure. There's no way Wardy's going up to Burslem for Port Vale. You won't be in the Pompey away end either. You'll be in the quiet home end, but. 
Well, it won't be in any end, mate, because uh, someone has bagged a media pass. But whoever, I, I will be in a, I will be in a set. I will, be, I will, I'll see one of you boys. In, I will be in one of your videos next week. I won't be Jake's, but you know. That, oh, that <laughs> gives it. That narrows it down then. Just, just tell it's, us who it is. It's definitely Charlton, yeah. He just hasn't told me about it yet. It's definitely Charlton. 100%. Can't wait to yeah. see that. I thought Exit, because it could be Exit because of Harris. That's the, that's the only reason I'm kind of thinking, you know. It'd be amazing uh, if it was Exeter. He's not going all the way to Exeter from London there, is he? It's about <laughs> four hours. Yeah, he might knock his uni coursework off while he's down there. Um, I've, also got, I've also got a bit of a shout out. Mm. And it's for a guy called... Boys. He's, he's a guy. It's a guy called Andy. Now Andy, um, known for quite a while, and comes into my 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 local place of work, serving him at the bar. You know, all all good. You know, talking. He said, oh, "I'm going to Peterborough tomorrow because he's a Blackpool fan." And he went, oh, "Was having a nice chat." Served him, you know, pints. You know, put his food through. As he was leaving, thanks, Ben. Up the T-Lop. I, I never knew he listened and oh, walked off. So, again, sometimes you find viewers when you least expect it. Listeners. But we'll come on to Tuesday now. We'll go through a quick run-through of games. Um, Bolton Wanderers returned back to winning ways after beating Wickham by two goals to one. Um, Charlton and Lincoln ended up in a draw. A very uh, good start for Lincoln, but the second half held on. And expected goals in that second half of 0.02. Much better from the Addicts in that second half, but just couldn't power through um, a winner. Cheltenham made it two wins from two with a 2-0 win over Blackpool. Derby County got three points, three goals and a clean sheet away at Exeter. Fleetwood and Reading battled for a point apiece. Brendan Wiridoo's late strike from 40 yards out. A goal from, a goal from two yards out. Definitely wasn't offside. A seven-goal thriller as Leighton Orient scored in the last minute for the second time this season against Northampton, but this time to, to, to share uh, three points. Oxford won by four goals to two against Wigan Athletic. Peterborough and Port Vale and Burton and Carlisle took tumble to the weather and got postponed. Portsmouth managed to get three points over Cambridge by winning by three goals to one after Danny Andrews' strike that blistered the back of the goal and hit the roof of the goal and hit every fibre of the goal netting. Definitely wasn't debatable and definitely didn't go over the line. Um, Shrewsbury again got a Vital point, but should have been three against Barnsley as Bristol Rovers come back from 2-0 down with 10 men to win by three goals to two. Going into Saturday's anticipated fixtures. Boys, are we ready to talk Saturday? Let's do it. Go on, Let's man. go. So I assigned go the boys some, some games on Thursday afternoon or so. Um, and I think it was very fair in uh, the games I gave out. Jake, we're going to start off with you. Mm. A six-goal thriller in Greater Manchester. Lancashire, um, Bolton three, Charlton three. Yeah, well, what a game it was! I don't, I don't often get to open up the show with with a great game, so but here I am. Um, Bolton three, like you say, it was a they've lost further ground, haven't they? On on a, on a relentless Portsmouth, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Bolton went one 0 up uh, very early on. It was a great ball in from Zach Ashworth, and it's a great finish from Adeboyeo at the front post. However, that lead only lasted. Three minutes, Thierry Small, or Thierry Henry, as Charlton fans are calling him at the moment. Uh, his cross snuck straight past the goalkeeper. That's his first ever professional goal since signing from Southampton. So what a way to, to what a place to do it, sorry. Uh, the visitors then went in front. Lloyd Jones swept home from 18 yards. Not a typical finish for a defender, but it was enough to put Nathan Jones' side ahead. 
Bolton had to respond and respond they did. Six minutes after coming out after the second half, Paris Magoma, he has some very good dancing feet, doesn't he? Tur- twists and turns a chart on defence inside out and finds the top corner. Very nice little finish. Uh, Charlton would come again controversially too from a Bolton point of view. Looks like there's a Bolton defender down on the pitch with a head injury when Daniel Carnu restores the Charlton lead. Ian Everett fuming in the post-match interviews, describing the goal as crazy and due to the fact that Dacris Cogley had sat up, the referee had deemed the play safe to continue. But Bolton came again. Da- John Daddy Wadvarsen off the bench, as he so often does, tapped home and equaliser to set up a very nervy last 20 minutes for Addicts fans. However, ended all square. Uh, if you'd asked Charlton fans before they'd, if they'd have taken the point, they'd have snatched your arm off. However, puts the Addicts in a precarious situation, just one point above the bottom four, with an informed Cheltenham breathing down their necks or sniffing down their necks with games in hand. For Bolton, they lose yet further ground to a ruthless Portsmouth who continue to grind out results. Even if Bolton were to win their games in hand, they would only equal the tally of Portsmouth and not exceed it. All three games in hand are away from home at Cambridge, Wigan and Barnsley. Three pretty tough games to reduce the deficit to the top of the league. Cheltenham, Cheltenham? Bolton three, Cheltenham three. Thank you for that, Jake. Um, Cheltenham three, Portvale two. A lot of talking points in this one, which we will get into after Tom has said his 50p on it. Uh, five goals. Cheltenham managed to come from two goals, uh, two one down. Good game, this. Five goal thriller. Cheltenham do the double over Port Vale. Yes, uh, I think they did the double over Port Vale for the first time since the 2011 12 season as well. But more importantly for them, go a point above Vale and a single point from Charlton's safety that we just heard about from Jake there. Real battle at the bottom this one, Ben. Both teams knowing that they had games in hand heading into the weekend. And if there was ever a six-pointer at the bottom of League One this early on in the run-in, then this is it. Really nice warm exchange between the managers pre-match. Of course, Daryl Clark came coming up against a side he previously managed under new stewardship in the former Darren Moore for the first time. The Cheltenham manager is still unbeaten in games he's managed against Port Vale in the Football League, would you believe? Uh, vale opened the scoring, cracking... Matty Taylor, Wardy, remember him, set piece, levelled it up. Curtis Davis, Luke Southwood got in each other's way to make it two on bail after half time. Three minutes later and with 20 minutes to go, Jack Shepard fired home his first Football League goal and it was a Desmond. Then Will Ferry completed the Cheltenham comeback and not just that, they've completed, as Ben mentioned, their league double over Port Vale for the first time since the 2011-12 season. I tell you what, boys, bit of a, a bit, a bit of a quiz before. I was just going through this before we came on. Only three teams in Skybet League One. I think this is quite an easy one. Three teams have yet to do a double in Skybet League One. But a double is bear, bear in mind you're beating a side home and away in Skybet mm-hmm. League One season. Which three teams are they? I think it's very easy, but go for it. Fleetwood are one of them, aren't they? Yeah, Fleetwood are one. Carlisle will be another. Surely, yeah. Yeah. And the third one straightforward. Port Vale. No, Port Vale have done the double. Cheltenham uh, just done one. Cheltenham have done the double. Port Vale have done a double. Port, no, Redding? sorry, Port Vale haven't done a double. There's, there's one more, sorry. There's four. Redding? Redding. No, Redding have done a double. Redding beat Stevenage twice. Home and away. Did, yeah. Charlton. Correct. You know, not one in 15 games, so they've not had a chance to do a double. So, Quite um, obvious, that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We use the brain, boys. We use the name, I thought I'd been the first one he said. Um, and Carlisle, to be fair, I tell you what, there's another star. I think Owen Moxon's won more games in his five Portsmouth games than he did at Carlisle for the 25 yes, games he was there. Um, so, on Daryl Clark, 
31 points from 21 games. That's 1.47 points per game. If he averages that till the end of the season, Cheltenham finish on 55 points. At the moment in time, they are, you know, just, they should stay up Cheltenham on the way they're going. They've won three games in a row. That's the first time they've ever done that in Scabbard League, wanting to come back into to, to the third tier. And I, I put this tweet out the other day and I still stand by it. And I know what John Messina is what's doing at Portland. Paul on the way he's transformed Derby in the last kind of three, four months. You know, I, I like Ian Ever. Neil Collins deserves a lot of credit. Steve Evans, um, you know, up until he's Richie Wellens, you know, John Brady. And we've talked about this. I just can't see putting past Daryl Clark as manager of the year if he keeps his side up. Bear in mind, he came in after 10 games. He'd had one point. He didn't score a goal. I think they conceded 17. And since he's come in, I think he scored 27 goals, um, conceded 25, been on the front four, won three in a row, brought, lost his star striker. Um, More what do that, you mate, think, That bloke looks like he... That, that, uh, 400 grand. Jesus Christ. I don't know sanction that. He looks rusty, I tell you. Got you the, think the best thing since sliced bread last week. Yeah, he came. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He came on and he looked dandy. He looked different. Oh, you still got the twenty-eight day return policy, Wardy. If you want no, uh, to, patience. Going off topic. Look, patience is key, but he, you can tell he hasn't played in a few. Well, he hasn't played properly for about two months. Anyway, back to Cheltenham, but he did lose him. Yeah, and he was he was fine for Cheltenham, so that is right. Jake, what do you think, Daryl Clark? Do you think would you? <laughs> I don't think you would, but I, I, I just think it'd be the, the, the it would be the, one of the greatest escapes ever. And I know he came in after ten games, mm -hmm. but hadn't scored a goal, hadn't won a game. You know, looked yeah. awful. They had seven lone players that just weren't good enough. And mm. I think one of the biggest turning points was sending, I think they sent six lone players back, didn't they? Yeah. And you know, just reunite the squad. I think what he's done there is an unbelievable job. And he's still got a lot of work to be done. But we, we, I was speaking to Matt on deadline day, what, 17 days ago, we're done, we're down. Three wins later. And these three wins, you know, Cambridge away, Blackpool at home, Port Vale, you know, at home. The, 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 the big wins and the size that they needed to kind of minimum get a six out of. What do you think? Yeah, I'm very reluctant to give Daryl Clark any praise because he's a Mansfield boy, and I'm not. That doesn't really sit too well with me. But um, yeah, no. To be fair to him, he's come in and done a phenomenal job. We, um, I think Ben, we were the, we were the team that Cheltenham last played under stewardship of. Well, not Wade Elliott, but the the interim that they had between um, Wade and and, and Daryl Clark, and they just looked so devoid of confidence in that game. I mean, we we, we did batter them. Um, they just looked so poor. They didn't look good going forward. You know, there was all this stigma about when will Cheltenham actually score a goal? I think we, it was a bit of a running joke on, on here that we thought Cheltenham might go 46 games without scoring a goal. Um, How wrong but he's were. come in, he, he's made them organise. They're, they're hard to beat. Um, they've got goal threat, like they use Will Goodwin. And it seems like they've just swapped Will Goodwin for, for Matty Taylor. And Matty Taylor's doing equally as good a job as, as Goodwin. He's at three and three and three now for him. Great goal yesterday as well. Um, but yeah, Daryl Clark, I think what he's done, Ben, is that dressing room after 11 games were very, very divided. I think what he's done is he's come in, he's united them. He's brought in a couple of generals that he's worked with before, the likes of Liam Kinsella from from Swindon and Tom Pett, etc. Matty Taylor that he had at, at Rovers. Uh, and it's completely changed the dressing room. They're, they're now going into games thinking, well, you know what, we're playing against a team, we, we might not, they might be better than us, but we still back ourselves to, to get a result. And, you know, you see that with wins over over Oxford, wins over Portsmouth recently as well. 
Um, I think Daryl Clark can be really proud of the job that he's done at Cheltenham. And, and like you say, rightly so, if he, stay, if he keeps him up, he's got to be manager of the season because they look so, you know, void of confidence and so down in, in September and for him to, to turn it around. And look, if they win their games in hand, Ben, they can comfortably be above the drop zone at this minute in time. And if you'd have said that to, to Matt or any of you boys in, in September, I think we all probably would have laughed at you. What fascinating you stat on... Yeah, the, uh, weird. I'm just looking at the league table. It's not a... I haven't actually looked too far for it, but Cheltenham have now won nine games. They've they've won two more than Cheltenham. Of course, they're outside the bottom four. They've won the same number of games of Wickham, who are in mm. 15th. And they've only they've won two less than Lincoln, who are in 10th. Who so what, actually, what you looked to in the last three, really, as well. So you're looking at a team that are... Their points tally or their win tally, should I say... Is actually competing now after, and the reason why it's an interesting point to bring up is because you know, you mentioned earlier how many games was it at the start of the season without a win? Mm. So that they, you know, you take that chunk of ten games away, they're basically playing what a a competitive twenty-one game season so far because that first ten was dreadful. Mm. You look at twenty-one games and nine wins from that period. It's actually a very, very good points turnaround. They'd be seventh in that 20-game period as well. Um, Ward, I'll come back to you. I want, I want to know your opinions yeah. because Darren Moore got a point to Port Vale manager on Tuesday yeah. and I actually said them having that game postponed at Peterborough. Probably really good for them, really, because Darren Moore, I don't think, would have been in charge for that. I, th- I still think it would have been um, the assistant manager um, that was in charge. Um, what do you kind of think of that appointment, Darren Moore? Five and a half year deal. There will be, I think, an option there to pay for a year, but Five and a half year deal is very interesting, isn't it? Especially for a League One football club. Good appointment because at Doncaster did okay. At Wednesday, he got 96 points and one promotion, but it never really felt like his face fitted a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's difficult because in League One, he's done he's done well. You can't really argue. His League One record's good. I mean, at Sheffield Wednesday, it took a little bit of time. And then when it did eventually click, maybe... <laughs> You know, it took a little bit of luck. You remember that playoff campaign last season? That wasn't quite straightforward, was it? But it, it took a little bit of leeway here and there in games. But they, they got all over the line and they did it in dramatic style. Doncaster, he had a really good team uh, and he got them playing really well. I remember Doncaster, they were up there with us in that playoff push. And then he left, I remember, to go to Trevor Wednesday in the championship at the time. And that Doncaster team absolutely fell off a cliff. So they, you know, clearly when things are going well, Darren Moore's a good manager. I do sometimes have a little bit of concern over is he, what's a Darren Moore style? What's a Darren Moore team? I think it probably is experienced pros, bit more direct, not the most attractive, but find a way to win. And that can work. It worked at Sheffield Wednesday, but we saw when things got a little bit touchy come the end of the season, everyone was sort of looking around going, right, where are we sort of reverting to and what are we reverting to? Huddersfield was a, a very silly job, I think, for him to take because it was a, a very, very tough task. And obviously at the end of his Sheffield Wednesday time, that, that looked quite harsh. And it was clearly that the owners didn't see eye to eye with him. And, you know, of course, that, that fell apart and that relationship collapsed. Five and a half year contract is absolutely bloody mental, by the way. It, it's crazy um, for this level. If Port Vale go down and Darren Moore doesn't want to, and I, I imagine this is brought up in negotiations, but if he's in League Two on a five and a half year contract, and I know, I think we all can put a guess together, Darren Moore won't be one of the cheapest managers in, in League One either, right? So we're paying someone a decent fee on a five and a half year contract. And I, I, I'm not sure about the option that because it says five and eight. Normally it'd be three year with an option of extension. This seems like a straight five and a half year contract. That was what was written down. Mm. Um, 
maybe you're right. Maybe I, I think they'd have to say if it was a three year with an option of a two and a half. Um, maybe there's a way that if they do go down that compensation, there'll be a breakaway. Yeah, there'll be yeah, a breakaway. There will be a breakaway. But even still, you're putting he had to accept a contract five and a half, you know, years deep. In, you know, and they're twenty second in League One. And, and yesterday they. they they collapsed ultimately against Cheltenham in what was a massive game for them and could be very defining come the end of the season down there. But yeah, I think it's a, it's a good appointment. I think it's going to galvanise that group of players. I think there are some negatives to it. I think it needs to go well quite quickly and then they're going to find and they're, they're going to start going. They need to sort of, yeah, he's, he's someone that when they when things do start clicking, it can really start clicking. Um, but, you know, he's taken on some difficult jobs this season, hasn't he? Absolutely. And uh, we'll come to the third game and we're back with you, Wardy. Carlisle nil, Cambridge four, seven straight defeats for the Cumbrian outfit. 20 points, 13 games to go. I think they're, they're done they're now. Down. I think they, yeah, they're yeah. down, aren't they? Um, Cambridge, though, great performance. Um, and they, they've put up this, you know, under Harris, that they, they can score goals when they want. They either score goals or they, or they don't score for three or four games in a row. Great result on the road, and um, unlike some other football clubs, they know how to win 4 0. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, Carlisle are down, I think, to be honest. I don't like doing that sometimes this early in the season. We're not even at the end of February yet, but it's, yeah, it, it looks like it's going to take one hell of a task. And we, we're speaking about Fleetwood, who are down there as well. They're probably not down, but they're definitely one of the sides that just above them, you know, they're out of that. I don't think they are. I don't think you are. But the problem you've got is you've got Port Vale, who have got a big boost with Darren Moore. Cheltenham can't stop bloody winning. Charles, and you think with Nathan Jones, there's going to be enough positive yesterday to might you know to kick on. Reading and Shrewsbury, again, quite hard to tell. Reading have, have pushed on exceptionally well. Wasn't great yesterday. I think four one was quite harsh. We'll come to that. Um, and obviously Shrewsbury as well. You know, with with Hurst, I think he's done a, a fairly good job. Um, since he's come through the door. So that that when you look at Carlisle, they can't lose 4-0 at home to Cambridge, but you also got to look at the teams above them and, and the form of the other sides competing down there is going to be a massive reason why I think they are down and out. Yesterday, they were terrible. Um, so to lose 4-0 at home to Cambridge, who look are under Neil Harris, a very, very difficult side. Not many sides, you know, they're still, a, they're still a good... I look at that front four, Lancaster, Kanchungu, Sully, Kai Khan, Lowell, Taylor. That's not a bad four at all no. in League One. Um, and that they were they all clicked yesterday. I mean, Kachunga scored, so the Kai Kai uh, got a few. Well, got one, but it was I think influential in, in the way they performed in the attacking third. Ryan Bennett as well at the back you know, chipped in with one. We're looking at a team there that it hasn't isn't bad at all. Uh, but from a Carlisle perspective, you you can't you know you can't lose this game really if you've got any hope to keep beating four 0 at home. I think that's just a, a, a it probably sums up their season really. Like you say there. A defeats tally racking up now to 20 out of 32 games only 20 points on the board and like I said a second ago a team's above them picking up points yeah they are uh, they're in big trouble and I think the I think the aim's going to be keep Paul Simpson next season they've, they've built a team now I think in, in January that's going to give league to a very very good go but you know any other team I think if it wasn't for Paul Simpson and what he did last season I think he would uh, he'd be he'd be gone but they might go down the loyalty route uh, Tom, uh, yes, they've won four games all season, Carlisle. They beat Burton, they've beaten Shrewsbury, they beat Port Vale at home, and they managed to beat Bolton away 3 1. <laughs> so it's, it's mental, isn't it? They beat Bolton away. I was like, they got six points away all year, and that one win came away at Bolton. Question for you Who's who would you say the weaker out of Forest Green Row, which was obviously, obviously, who had 
so many issues last year or Carlisle because I think Forest Green Rovers went down with 28 points. Can you see Carlisle getting eight points from 13 games? Who do you think is stronger yes. and weaker? Yeah, I don't I don't think it's well, what's 13 games in terms of like what you could actually get. It is it's gonna be what? 13.7.8 points a game. They're yeah. currently averaging 0.6 points a game. And, oh, so possible 39 points. 0.25 points on points per game at the moment, Carlisle. They should get more than the points out of that from, from 39 available. I said this to Wardy last week and he laughed at me. Carlisle are one of the worst teams I've seen in quite some time. And he went, no, they're not that bad. And I said, yeah, they are. They are quite bad. And they, they're bad. They, they, weren't, they, they were bad yesterday. Yeah. They've... They were they were bad last weekend as well. It's, we we could have scored quite a few, but they're still a League One side. That sounds really stupid of me to say, right? But they are still a competitive League One team. They they're not like it's not like going going there and they play walking men's football when you're playing League One football. Like they're still there's nothing wrong with walking men's football, but they are still a competitive League One side and they're in League One for a reason, right? I I think the the body language, the attitude the overall demeanour of all these players for a couple of weeks has been resigning themselves to the fact that they'll be playing League 2 football next season. I even think some of the January transfers didn't suggest to me that they were making a fighting effort to stay up. They really didn't. Like I, I think, I know they offered Owen Moxon one of the biggest offers they've ever offered to a Carlisle player in terms of staying at the football club. But I really thought that the ownership would bust a gut to try and keep him to just try and salvage something in a League One scrap. You're right, you said it at the top of we started talking about this game. They are down. I think that's probably the first team that we can resign to League Two next season. Might come back on the podcast at the end of the season and go, crikey, Carlisle went on quite some run, didn't they? They'd have to get third. They'd have to be, I think they'd have to win every game. Exactly, yeah. And, and they're not They're not going to yeah. stay up, are they? Let's, let's be, I know it's probably mathematically, and as you just outlined there, it's mathematically still possible but it ain't going to happen. Playing the way they did last weekend, getting turned over 4-0 by Cambridge, who I thought were a very good side against us on Tuesday night. And I know we beat them 3-1, but I thought they they put played some really nice football. They've got some really good players, as did Reading yesterday. We'll get onto that later. But yeah, Carlisle are down. In answer to your question, Forest Green were dreadful. Mm. Um, interestingly, we only went to Forest Green and won 1-0 last season. We went to Carlisle and won 1-0 this season. Pompey's record against the two teams at the very basement of League One the last couple of seasons is questionable. Forest Green were awful. I think probably asked me at the end of the season and it'd be very easy to draw a parallel. I wouldn't be surprised if Carlisle end up on a similar points tally to FGR. The next, uh, the next game is a basket case at the minute, by the way, as well. I don't know if we want to talk about that, but getting rid of like a million people from the recruitment team. I don't know if you saw that this week, but they've all disappeared. So. The next Carlisle um, games are basically they're defining that that that's going to define their season. If they are already down, then fair enough. But Bristol Rovers, Burton, Reading, and Charlton as their next four. Mm-hmm. I think if you win all of them, then they've probably pulled out a miracle and they're going to be well and truly in the chat at the end. But I think they're down already in those next four games. I think we'll see it. We'll come back to Portsmouth now, and there we go. I think there'll be a lot of eyes rolls or a little bit of thingy Portsmouth fans rubbing their hands together. Portsmouth Football Club 4, Reading Football Club 1, as called by yours truly, the second best vlogger in Portsmouth, in in, in Tom. Um, uh, but again, great win for you. You won four of your last five, won six of your last seven. And we always talk about blips. 
Chiefs. We always talk about bounce-back ability. And you had that. You won one in five, didn't you? You drew to Fleetwood, lost to Cheltenham, lost to Bristol Rovers, um, managed to beat Stevenage at home. I think it was 2-1 on, on New Year's Day. But that's your 11th victory at home this season. That's 17 games. You've won 10 away. You've only lost four games. You're on course for 97 and a half uh, points. Yeah, I think that's the fifth double of the season that you've done, you know, beating them home and away. Oh. You know, you know, four, four, there you are. Um, you know, Kamara, three assists yesterday. The guy, you know, I think that's four assists and one goal in the last three games. That, you know, passed the week last week. Um, really, really good. Bishop getting a goal as well. Um, Marlon Pack as well. Um, I love the way Marlon Pack, you know, he, he does most of your interviews, doesn't he? I think, was it was it Hancock or it was someone on Portsmouth Twitter that when Marlon Pack just speaks like a manager and I can't wait for his, you know, caretaker yeah, was, in, in a few years. You can just he just screams management, and when you've got that on the pitch, you've got a Messino on the pitch. It's there like, what are you gonna do well? And for the likes of you know Mox and you know Lang, Paddy Lane, um, Kamara, you know who were who, who good young players, they just need guidance. Paddy Lane again, eleven goals, six assists. Um, I'm tearing up. I'm, I just want you back, mate. Uh, two goals, one assist uh, for Callum Lang in his five games for Portsmouth. Tom. A special place to be, and I, we, I think the Cheltenham video you asked the question, and then they reserved it back on you. And you went, How many points do you think? And you went 89, I think it was. I asked you last week, I think it was, How many points do you reckon? And you went 92. Well, what are you on now? 72. How does it feel when they say to you, You're potentially 20 points? In 13, 12, 12 games, is it now uh, away from away from the championship? And uh, one final thing. Dear Lord, Tom, you took Paddy Lane just so you can win promotion. What a sad little life you have. Did you see the video of him giving it large to the Reading yeah. man? He's no In my league one, up. I don't know what I do. My league one award at the end of the season. I think I'm just going to invent an award just for Paddy Lane and call it Shit House of the Year because Paddy Lane, believe me, mm. he's one crafty. Bastard, that guy. I could tell you that now, but when he's yours, you just love him. And I, oh, I love the boy. Come on, got the paddy lane. He was. It was a little bit more colourful language than shut up. But yeah, no, that <laughs> that was probably that was one of the highlights of the day. I come back to Marlon Pack. I was lucky enough to host a supporters club meeting, and on the panel we had Matt Macy, who was brilliant, Matt. and Greg and Greg Miller, um, who's our academy head of academy and he was actually telling us a little bit about how closely he's been working with Marlon on his UA for pro license recently um so that is something that that's in the works so I maybe shouldn't have said that on a podcast but he's he's doing it I think it's public knowledge that Marlon's hopefully going to be a manager in the not too distant future for Pompey poor opening 30 we sorted out the press worked out the way Reading were looking to play and pretty much everything north of that was ruthless goals from all over the pitch sign of a good team as we know six unbeaten four wins on the spin one of those pockets of really strong form that we know we have in us. We've discussed them on this podcast loads. That's come at just the right time. You're talking about 20 points from 36, Ben. I think that's probably more than achievable. I'd be happy enough with seven wins from our remaining games. That'd give us 21 and then anything north of that would be great. That'll probably get us up, which is an extremely exciting prospect, but we're not there yet and we, we still know there's plenty to do. One thing we have improved on is we've started going and you feel free to use these in your respective shows this weekend, but... Pompey have started going straight for goal rather than working the ball, holding on to it, trying to break teams down. Attacking the goal head on means we're scoring three or four rather than one or two. And I think that's a fresh characteristic of ours and give, it gives us a completely different dimension for, for this running. 
I believe we are a much scarier side and so much harder to play against compared to when we first went top back in September. And of course, just finally, it won't get clipped up like someone on this call does. But I'd, I did call the 4-1 win last weekend, which I was absolutely delighted by. So, um, yes, good weekend for Pompey. Absolutely. Northampton 3, Bristol Rovers 1. Jake, good game this. Talk us through it. Yeah, I, I was... If you can, if I don't, if I can ask Tom something about Portsmouth quick so oh, before, I, before I do. Every week, um, no, it, it's a, I, I, well, I've, I've not spoken about ten minutes, so I just wanted to use my vocal cords. Um, I tell you what, Jay, the amount of times I had come up to me going, Jake on the podcast last week loves loves talking, doesn't he? I, and I went, what do you mean? He, went, he was talking for the sake of talking. I was there like, oh, okay, who was that? Napper? They can fuck off. Um, <laughs> a regular viewer, and you don't know him, believe me, um, Tom. I can't help but think I watched the extended highlights back of Reading Portsmouth because I have no life whatsoever. And it feels to me like Reading had opportunities yesterday. The one in the first half where he's put it over the bar. I'm trying to I'm I'm looking on sofa score. I think it was number twelve for for Reading, whose name is uh Mukairu. He puts it over the bar, it's probably easier to score. Lewis Wing hits the crossbar. And it hits the floor. Obviously, they, they got the. Go- Do you think Pompey? I'm not saying Pompey were fortunate. Do you think they were fortunate in terms of those chances didn't go in? Yeah, you're, when when those are such blatant opportunities, you're always going to be fortunate they don't go in. I, I mentioned it just there. That opening 30 minutes, we should have probably been one or two nil down, yeah. right? Um, and, and there's other examples where we defended the box well enough to to keep that scoreline at, at nil nil, and then one nil at, at half time. Already mentioned it earlier on that we were going to talk about. Reading and, and how Pompey were. What did you did you say we were fortunate? No, I don't, I, I think, no, no. I said that, that I think the four ones harsh on on there. On yeah, their the four ones not harsh because it's four good enough goals to stand. And I'm not well, saying like well, one yeah, maybe. But I mean, the deficit is bit yeah, bigger four, than they have one by three goals. Mate, two of their goals as well. And again, this is not a slander on Pompey, but from a their biggest frustration will be the first thirty minutes they can capitalize on them actually taking the game to you, and mm-hmm. secondly, the, the two of them I think are actually button blunders to be honest definitely the last one for bishop i think he's probably got to have a stronger arm for the first so i'm um, look i think 4-1 is a great and you're right how many times have we seen wingers just get the ball and fucking hit it towards the goal it doesn't happen very often i think we've been so used to having a winger try and you know play it back to a fullback then try and put a ball in and try and move it around the edge of the box and then try and put it in and get headed away you've actually got you've got forwards now not wingers they're not re- you play with wingers but then they're also forwards they shoot like forwards and, out- and provide output like forwards um and Pazzy Lane's goals and Kamara's assist and both of their goaling contribution numbers this season are phenomenal because of that um but I, I no I don't think you're you deserve to win the game and all four goals are goals like <laughs> and I'm not saying we, we, what I'm saying is we were value for four goals that's what I would say yeah I, I think Reading they, would probably value for more than one about, for about two, four, two, four. I don't two, think they were four, four one two, better. Fine. Four, two, I take four, two. I would also <clears> say just very finally, I know we do want to move on and this is going to be a long episode, everybody. So sit in, strap in. Everyone who wasn't a defender or a goalkeeper in the starting 11 for Pompey, other than Owen Waxon, either scored or assisted yesterday. Can That's that again. Everyone other, if you're not a defender or a goalkeeper in a Pompey starting 11 yesterday, or if your name is Owen Moxon, you either scored or assisted. So Lang, Lane, Bishop, Kamara, Pack. Pretty good going. Bristol Rovers, Northampton, anyone? Yeah, fuck it. No, oh, fucking hell, we all sound fucking thrilled about this one. We're excited yeah. about this one. Yeah, 
Uh, battle of the mid-table sides at Sixfield with a home side all but confirming their place in League One for next year. Patrick Bruff, Lincoln Academy graduate, opened the score with a fine finish after three minutes that set the precedent for the afternoon. Poor defending from Rovers saw Bruff have plenty of chances to, to steer it past Jed Ward. Uh, the lead was double five minutes before the break. That man, Bruff, again, causing so many problems down to Cobbler's left. His pinpoint cutback fan, Mitch Pinnock, who uh, not only goes down for, for fouls, but also can find the bottom corner pretty nicely as well. Chris Martin nodded home his 13th league goal of the season to give the travelling fans a little bit of hope, but that was squashed just five minutes later. Mark Leonard, chaps, remember that name. A well-worked corner, found the Brighton Loney on the edge of the box, and he'd rifled it into the top corner. I'll tell you what, that lad is having a goal-scoring, uh, goal-of-the-year competition all by himself. The goal at Fratton Park, the goal yesterday... Honestly, he's going to be some player. And if you get promoted, Tom, he'd be someone that I'd be looking at taking on loan next year um, to play in that number 10 role. I think he'd be brilliant for you. Um, both sides will be here again next year, so we'll be covering you. I look forward to that. Too inconsistent to make a serious late charge for the top six, whilst clearly too good to go down. We'll be seeing you next year, Cobblers and Gassheads. Northampton 3, Rovers 1. Blackpool went away and came back from a goal down. Uh, and beat mm. Peter by two goals to one. Wardy, Ace, I knew this one. What went down, mate? Oh, Peterborough, absolutely screwing this up. Another cup final gonna... defeat, mate, for Peterborough. Are they going to... Are they going to bottle it? Four straight League One defeats is like... Not one in five bad. either. Pretty bad. And also, we're talking about a team in the top six that... Look like a guarantee. Also, as well, how have we not mentioned this before? Jake put in the group chat. The other, he put in, he put in the group. You might stick by it. I think it was way too early uh, when you said that the top six was nailed on. Like you had you, the top six that was the top six at the was it last week? You said the top six is done now. That's that's Steve yeah. Ridge, Peterborough, Barnsley. You, I think you will stick by it just by principle. You're that type of guy, but I don't, oh. I don't think, I don't, I don't, I think it was way too early. Not because I don't think, not because I was. I think it's just a bit early, not just Roxford and Stephen. It's more for Peter, but like that, that form is not top six form. And also, we've now got play. We mentioned last week about the fact that they didn't have Poku, Mason Clark, and Ricky J Jones playing. I think the trio. Had, I think it was not. I think it might have been one game where the two two of those were missing. And last week, of course, was one of them, and they lost it. Three of them, the trio, were back yesterday, and maybe that isn't solely the problem because Blackpool fourteenth in the League One away table, and they've come away. And, and one, two, one. Peterborough at the moment are just collapsing far too easy. They're capitulating far too easy. They're giving like, cheap goals, cheap, they're cheap in games. They're very, very unrecognizable to the team that was competing in this division around well, around Christmas, over New Year. They look like a, a side that it would be disrespectful to not put in the top two conversation. You know, we had this chat and we was everyone was going on about Derby, Bolton, Pompey, and everyone was, I think, sort of not really speaking about Peterborough too much. And I, I think I we all came on and said, like, if Peter, 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 if you look at the metrics, look at the goals, you look at the way they're performing, they have to be in that chat because they are probably outperforming all three of those. I think they are still outperforming all of them for XG. But, of course, that's just one metric. The form and the form table is what you have to look at at the moment, and, and that's not a good not a good uh, viewing. For, from a Blackpool perspective, I think it's a, a, a really, really good result, and it does sort of give them a glimmer of hope. I, I still don't think Blackpool can, they can do it. I don't think Blackpool will do it. That's just a prediction. There's no evidence to suggest that. They're on 50 points. Oxford and Stevenage, that's 53, 56. And now, of course, Posh on, on 56 too. Look, 
mathematically they can do it. I think they are too they are far too inconsistent. But then I was going to bring up you know this game was at home you'd say but they got to pick up their away form. But this was this was a game in which they were away and they've they've come and and got a really important result. How much of that is, is Blackpool being good? I think they were they were battling and they did show really good signs. And how much of it is it Peterborough that just are not the team that we saw a couple of months ago? Um, I think they probably will stand up doing it. They've got a very good squad there. Maybe I pose a final question for Peter Breeze. Are we now seeing the lack of experience in that team creeping in in moments of of concern now? It was a young group that were firing. And I mentioned it with a few teams at the start of the season. They were re- their teams were really good, playing with this sort of like fearless, ruthless mentality, nothing to lose type of attitude. When things start dipping and when the confidence you need sort of someone to turn to, you sort of turn, you know, Pompey, things are going well, you turn to Marlon Pack. At Derby, you sort of turn to, I mean, half their team's over about 45, isn't it? But you look at Bolton, you turn to Santos, you turn to Sheehan, you turn to these experienced pros. At Peterborough, there's some quality in that team, but some really experienced heads. Maybe now that could be an issue. I don't know. I'm just posing a question. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that the average age for the squad is 23, 24. And they have got the likes of Clark Harris that can come in. Um, but again, the you don't want to be there either. Season, uh, exactly. At the back end of the season where the pitches are heavy, especially, you know, I looked at a lot of pitches yesterday and they were very heavy and kind of you know, difficult to play on. And when you've got good technical play, it doesn't quite suit Peter at this moment in time, especially at home at their fortress that they should be doing a lot better at. Um, Leighton Orient won, Burton 2. Burton came from uh, a goal down to win this one. Second loss in three for Orient after a really good victory in the midweek. And that kind of felt like it took a lot out of Leighton Orient, that late, late winner from Rules to Toru. Um, in the first half, Leighton Orient had three quarters of percent of possession, 75%. 1.52 expected goals um, uh, altogether. You know, had five shots on target, but in the second half, Burton were much better. Um, it was kind of an even second half, but Burton came back. Bennett getting his first goal uh, for the football club since August. Total NCR scoring the third for the first time in over five years. Um, a big goal for him, and again, two away wins for, for Burton since he's been uh, in the side. What got away at Bristol Rovers and Leighton Orient. They've won two twice away from home before last Saturday. Now they've won at Orient and Bristol Rovers six points in a vital charge to stay in Scarlet League. One, Jake, I know you, you, you're itching to get talking again, so I'll give you the next one. Fleet with one, Barnsley two. Yes, mate. Barnsley secured their ninth away win of the season in a testing 2-1 win at Highbury to cement their top six place. Uh, the Reds took the lead 23 minutes in with a well-worked goal. Adam Phillips, who has been a man possessed recently, crossed home a delightful ball into the path of Sam Cosgrove, who powered his header past the despair of Jay Lynch. The lead would only last 10 minutes, though. Under Charlie Adams, Ben, I think it would be fair to say that Fleet would have had a real bit of fight uh, back installed back into them. Um, they went close through Ben Hennigan. Uh, great header by, by Liam Roberts from the corner. But the goal, stunning goal from, from Boston Awal, who made up for his red card in his previous game. Um, great strike into the top corner from outside the box. Uh, Fleetwood couldn't hold on to secure a point, though. Um, it looks like schoolboy defending for the for the for the for the uh, second goal for Barnsley. It's three on one. John McAtee's got all the time in the world to square it to Herbie Kane, who made no mistake while uncontested. Barnsley now moved to just six points behind the top the top two with a game in hand. That game against Derby County next week at Oakwell could be extremely significant in leaving that door open for a top two assault in South Yorkshire. Fleetwood need points and quickly. Just thirteen games remaining for the Cod Army. And I think, Ben, you said it in your video this weekend. 
that they'll need 1.6 points a game to reach a total that, that, that could keep you up. Unfortunately, it's looking less likely every week that you're going to get 1.6 points uh, from your remaining 13 games. Two big games coming up, though, against size that could be beatable in Exeter and Port Vale. But the task that prevent, presents itself to Charlie Adam and his men is looking increasingly difficult. Yeah, difficult. Uh, expected a, a defeat yesterday. Uh, was a bit gutted because I thought we played well. I thought we we competed. Uh, got a nice goal. I thought two errors, a lack of concentration. Let Barnsley in. I thought they were gear C, gear D. But how many times have I come on here and said that after Peterborough, after we played Port, after we played Lincoln, after we played Oxford, after we played you know Bolton, all these sides. But unfortunately, that lack 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 of quality and um, for me I came away from the game thinking now that this is it and uh, already started planning for next season looking at you know different different types in League 2 so um, you know, bring it on um, again moving quickly on because I'm conscious for time Derby County 1 Stevenage nil. Tom talk us through it uh, yes mate and I would echo what Jake said about uh, this Barnsley next weekend. I'm so excited for next weekend in League One. I don't know if you boys have looked at the fixture list, but my word, it is going to be quite some weekend. Given his lengthy career, this might surprise some, but this was only Steve Evans' second ever visit to Pride Park as a manager. He lost there with Rotherham some years ago, and he's, of course, lost there again yesterday. No smiles all round. Derby have lost just one in 14 at Pride Park, although they left it late. They will absolutely take it. Shout out for Sonny Bradley, proper shift at the back from him. Really strong defensive display, caps off with a game-defining, some would say, Wardy goal-line clearance in the first 45, which didn't have a lot of rhythm for it. Either side, really, Derby, ha- Derby having no strikers didn't help things. We're led to believe James Collins is going to be out for quite some time. It would, would be good news for them if they see him before the end of the season, but no promises from Paul Warren. We've said before, haven't we, this sort of time of the season, the result supersedes the performance sometimes at this stage at the top end. And that was certainly the case when Louis Sibley poked home a 90th minute winner for the Rams. Their autos cushion is up to three points now, Ben. Absolutely. Lincoln City 1, X to nil. Wardy, talk us through it. Big result, isn't it? Big result. Could they? Could they do it? No. Yeah, <laughs> no. Be... I don't know. Hang on, are you backing yourself for the playoffs on that League One podcast? No. Okay. Just say I'm just I'm not just saying could we? That's what I'm saying. They won't. It's a wasted conversation, but (laughs) could they? Mm. Um, I've got the best facilities actually in, in League yeah. One, haven't they? Best yeah, facilities. No, the, no, the, I could tell you this now, right? Oh my God, not again. Lincoln and away that used to be so good last week. The oh. facilities in that away end are awful, by the way. Oh, what? Like, food, food used to be the best in the league, now the worst. Stewards, an absolute joke. Everything, George. Oh, well, cheers for the six points, Ben. Wardy, carry on. Show me it doesn't go goals, goals, assists, goal difference, domes, domes, love a dome. And what else do you have? Well, shit food. Cathedrals. Come on, Wardy. Talk to me about the game, mate. It's a good win, Jake. It's a good win. And I think, look, it wasn't always pretty. That's fair to say. It wasn't always pretty, but it was... Defensively fantastic. I thought defensively you did a great job. And actually, you look at clean sheets uh, this season. You look at sort of games where you have won. You've been pretty good. I mean, the last five, you, you got a clean sheet against Burton and won that game. You got a clean sheet against Peterborough, which of course at the time is a very different push outfit to the one. Um, and Dodge, we just leave every fucking clean sheet you got this season, Jake. I'm trying well, to, I'm to just, look at the, the last third five. best defence in the league, Wardy. Oh, yeah, I mean, we got, we're, we're clean sheet against them as well. Should I go back to 2020? 
Through, you can do, mate. Yeah, we've got a clean yeah. sheet against Burton yeah. away from right yeah. Anyway, well, the point is you, you keep clean sheets. Um, and you know, it's a, all jokes aside, it's a very, very good trait to have. And I think what we have seen in, in the last couple of weeks and clearly through the season, but especially on this good unbeaten run you're on, is you're being hard to beat, right? And, that, and that's something that, that has to be noted. You're being hard to beat first and foremost, and then you're finding ways to actually go on and win the game. Um, mm. And a finish from Joe Taylor is, is fascinating because it didn't really need to be that complicated, but it it was a good finish, I thought, right. in the end. It, it was, but it did look... Yeah, it was a good finish. It was a, a very, very composed finish. But... Mm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, he's, he's cooking up, he's cooking something up. Um, and you look at the the unbeaten record, it's great. Of course, a draw, a lot of draws came at the start of that run, but now the, the winds are flowing. I actually mm. watched your game against Charlton. Um, love we, Charlton. Uh, we double, double screened it. No, I just love Lincoln. Uh, double, double screened it, Charlton, Lincoln and, and Oxford Wigan. Um I thought in the first half you were good. I thought in the second half Charlton sort of started pummeling you a little bit, but I thought in the end you, you dealt with it pretty well. The finish from from Rico Hackett is a is, is a good one. Uh, but no, we, we, yeah, I, I think yeah, you probably aren't in. The, you're probably not going to get in the top six, but you're, you're showing signs of a team ready to ready to go next year. And I'm not going to spoil too much of the video, but I think I mentioned it in the predictions. If I just bought it, I think I just said that it's finally should be coming out on Monday anyway. And you you picked up on it, Jake, as well. I think you're probably now looking at building a little base and foundation now, and I think that's coming. And then in the summer, and then going into next season, you're going to be in a much better, more stable place. Um, yeah. yeah, it's good. It was a, it was a good win yesterday against the Exeter side, of course. They've had a bit of a resurgence in recent weeks. Yeah, they, they've won three away from home before uh, before right. yesterday. Um, we were no, six I, position, I thought, it, Jake. Yeah, no, I, I thought we were good. Um, yeah, it, I think it's no coincidence that we started winning games and going unbeaten when we've had our attacking options back fit. So yeah. Rico's been back and we've been unbeaten since then. Joe Taylor's come in. He's not lost a game in a Lincoln shirt. Ben House being back's massive. And um, I think whilst we, we... I don't know. You can watch the highlights back. We should have had a penalty. He's given a free kick outside the box when he's clattered inside the penalty area, which um, for me was was a definite penalty. But but Teddy Bishop came on and changed the game like he did early season. Yeah. And, and then Joe Taylor. Jensen, great, great save as well. Yeah, Lucas Jensen made a good save onto the, the bar. I didn't think Exeter threatened a great deal apart from that one moment from, from Jensen. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I think if we've got two winnable games this month, we can get to 50 points by the end of Feb. I think that's a pretty good return and that will be a save for, for another year. And How many wins in a row have you got to get to like, See it right. So if you I get think nine, if we win on X four, I think if we win on X four, which are uh, Port Vale on Saturday, Shrewsbury the week after, then we've got Stevenage, Steve- and then we've got Barnsley. Oh. So if we can beat Stevenage and Barnsley, then I and think you've got two home them. games of Cambridge and Bristol Rovers. Yeah, then I think you put us in the conversation. <laughs> Mate, if, but... if you get uh, look, we're getting over the top here, oh, but like geez, the unbeaten fuck. runs decent. But this is, you know, I back, I back, I'd, look, I need to announce the back. Because see. Fleet, I tried to keep Fleetwood up and they fucking let me down. I've tried to, and now I'm going to try and get Link. Actually, I don't really want you in the top six because it's probably Nick Mice. <laughs> <but. laughs> I'm, no, I'm just intrigued, intrigued by these sort of late pushes. I'm not, it. It's interesting. Yeah. Not saying this is going to be Lincoln, but there's always a League One team, isn't there, that starts from about the Lincoln <laughs> point of view. Ben's going to lose it in a minute. Come on. Hang on, it's not, on, it's, it's not going to be Lincoln. Highly well, who's it going to be then in that in that outside pack? Who's it going to be? Probably like Black Ball. Nobody. Should we move you on? Are, you're move like on. We a top, 
You're like a toxic girl that gets you thinking like weird stuff, nah, Jake. Mate. And you'll know all about that, son. Believe me. Oh, thank you. Me, Sorry, Jake. He doesn't mean oh, that. There's more chance of people staying up <laughs> than Lincoln at the playoffs. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. You're practically fucking down, down, mate. You're going to Barrow next year. You literally have to get... How many games have you got left? 13, mate. I feel You'd have to get 33 out of 39. Easy. If you win 11 of your next 30, Easy, you'll get the Easy, mate. Easy, we play shit They're yeah, going to beat Port Vale. They're going to beat Shrewsbury, beat Stevenage, Jordan Barnsley, win at Cambridge. And I like Lincoln. Lincoln, right? I'm just saying, mate. I'm just saying, could we? Before the saying. end, before, before this time. I'm not losing any more money. I can't be arsed with that shit. Well, no, I'm he's already, saying, he's already lost 50 quid. I've already lost 50 quid. Lincoln will finish 10 points outside the playoffs. That's what I'll say. I'll go far and say that. Finish yeah, but you, that was, you said you said famously said you were going to be ten points safe. So I don't know. Don't quite know. <laughs> well, <laughs> when, I mean, you told me that week then, Fleet were going to finish on forty-seven points. You but I think John, no, I think Johnson I started. I know, no, right. If we're if we're, if we're going to play those games, oh, here we I, go. He's got his phone out, everyone. No, this is go. serious, right? Morning, just through. before the hour mark, clip it up. Just Bear remember this mind, time. Right? Get it on the Twitter. Bear in mind, minutes. right? I better be careful because my notes are quite a bit dodgy at the moment, right? That's that's all I say. Before the Portsmouth game, right? I made these predictions on here, right? I think if we'll win, lose, or draw. Up to now, I put Portsmouth lost, we lost. Wickham draw, we drew. Port Vale win, we won. Bristol Rovers draw, we won. Lincoln draw, we lost. Three. Reading won, we drew. Barnsley lost, we lost. So I just down on twenty-seven points. We're only, we're only on twenty-six points now. I think we'll finish on forty-six points, right? right. I've never said we'll stay up, right? In the last kind of ten, in the last <laughs> yeah. two weeks. You think you're gonna? Get I, said, I said we'll stay up in October, no bench, right? <laughs> right. In October, you were safe by ten points. I think. Yes. When right? Lee Johnson turned up, talking about fucking. <laughs> Cats and clouds and fucking jumping right? over clouds. Maybe at the bar <laughs> Fleetwood will go down, right? But there's more Fleetwood. I tell you, I'll take this now, right? Lincoln, Lincoln will finish between six and five points. Right? The, the, you'll finish. I don't care. You'll finish miles above us. I'm not arsed, Jake. Right? That's one thing I'll say. You want me to return you the shirt, man? When you're near the playoffs. Anyway, let's move on. We've got things Ten to do. Ten points outside the playoffs, minimum. Minimum. You're eleven points off now. Like, huh? like, like, you know, fans are coming at me because they, they think they can get in the playoffs. And they're like, you have to win every there game. There's an agenda like, against them, though, to be fair. You so know, yous do. I don't. So, um, Tom does. He had them in the bottom four. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago on a small sample of our points <laughs> predictions. Uh, one, one more thing. I'm with Jake. I think the top six is as it is now at the end of the yeah. season. I'll back him on that. No, 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 no you're not with Jake. You're not with Jake because his top <laughs> six he picked last week wasn't his top six. <laughs> That's what he said, wasn't it? Did he not? Did you not say? Oh, the top I, no, Oxford are out of my top six. He had Stephen. Oh, well, I'm on my own by saying that this top six uh, is the top six at the end of the season. I like Lincoln. I like Lincoln, man. I think they're a good football club that you know I hope do. And I, I hope um, they get in the playoffs. It'd be good to see them playoffs. I really do. I agree, mate. Quite, I can't stand that smug little. Rat at the end, so anything to wind him up. So it's not Lincoln, I just want to wind him up and uh, and just scare. We could have uh, all of us free in the championship. I think it's match week four, right? Paul were like top at Lee, Oxford were third, and Lincoln were fifth. We were bottom. I'm thinking, oh my Christ, this is like it's leveled like, out now nicely. It's about where we all fall. Um, anyway, anyway where so, we go next? Oh, next up. Wigan, who did I get? Uh, it was me. There we are. Should be near Wigan. Of course, you gave yourself Wigan. 
I'm not being funny, right? You say this, right? <laughs> You're always the one that knows about the game. I've actually, right, come on. As a host, I've given myself so well. 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 Come on, I man. I stop having Lincoln every week, though. Can I not have Lincoln next week? I've had Lincoln every fucking week. I ain't talking about Lincoln. I don't mind. There you are. Um, but anyway, Shrewsbury <laughs> nil, um, Wigan won, Smith scored, good goal. Since Paul Hurst came into the football club, one win in five, drawn two, lost two, scored five, conceded five, playing a bit more on the front foot. Obviously, they, they, they've had tough games, Barnsley, Derby in there as well. The next five are massive. Reading away, they've got Lincoln as well. They've got Blackpool, Portville and Exeter. So we'll know a lot more about Shrewsbury in those five games. Uh, for Wigan, again, they're just so weak. They're consistently inconsistent, aren't they? They'll win one, then they'll draw, then they'll win. Typical side. Sean Maloney, I think, has done a good job this year. Next year, there's pressure on him, but calls for him to be sacked after Tuesday. Wrong for me. Wickham nil, Oxford nil. Thomas, last game of the day, an absolute thriller. Come on, yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he said then. It's it, was like the dance, it was like the darts, man. We're doing 100. Come on now, Bolly Boy. <laughs> Michael may miss and Michael may hit. They're both on nines. He says that 12 times a day, I think. Um, Sounds quite rehearsed. Not a lot to say about this one. Oxford without a clean sheet from home, away from home, in nine games heading into this. So, small victories, Wardy. There's your first clean sheet in nine away from home. They hadn't won any of their previous four trips to Adams Park, make that five. Although the elusive clean sheet has arrived, it's not what there's all the travelling yellows will have wanted, of which Jack Ward was not one of them. How Labala missed from six yards, I do not know. And other than that, I don't think there's much to say. Although I did have a comment from an Oxford fan called Luke, who I know you know, Wardy. He's mm-hmm. beginning to have his reservations about Des. I wonder if you might be slightly <laughs> heading towards that camp. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, no, I know. I know Luke. No, I know. No, I know. He's been having. Hello, the, I don't think you'll mind me saying this. I don't. I, he's had his. I think he's had his reservations for a, a while. I don't think they've just creeped in. I think he was one of them that one of the supporters that maybe when he was appointed, there was a. Well, the, the big red flag, obviously, was the lack of Football League experience. And I think maybe every time the result doesn't go our way, that, that's sort of like a, a fair, but I'd say more easy sort of thing to go down. Um, I'm not... Con- I'm, I, I have I have concerns within games. Sometimes I do go, I'm not quite sure what the plan is. And then sometimes I go, well, actually, if you get a point against... And by the way, I'll res- I, you, ne- you can't turn down a point against Wickham if you're an Oxford fan. Like We have an awful record against Wickham. Even under Liam Manning, when we were really good at the start of this season, we still drew it home to him too all, and they made it an absolute... It was a nightmare. We always go at the size where we... When we got in the playoffs, we used to lose to Wickham. In the playoff final, we lost to Wickham. We have a fucking terrible record against Wickham Wanderers. I don't think you can, away from home, aside that are getting better Wickham, beating Peterborough 5-2 the other week. Um, look, I'm not justifying the fact, if you look at the point, if you look at the league table, it's obviously you need to be, you, you know, you'd have thought that Oxford. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that that side of it's is, is obviously a little bit frustrating. But I look at our next two games, and again, this might be, you know, it might be silly and naive of me. I will like, try and take it game by game, but as fans, that's not easy to do it. You look at the next two games, they are home games, they're not easy games by any stretch but you know Northampton at home Leighton Orient at home and then a trip to Fratton Park obviously that these next the next two are going to be are going to be important you get oh, three wow. points from Northampton and or six points from Northampton and, and Leighton Orient you know that that then you look at that and go well a point against Wickham and Blackpool is probably not that bad a point against Pompey's not bad either so yeah. 
I haven't got my ticket, no, but I have. I will be there. Um, so yeah, I've look, I, look, it's frustrating, it's a frustrating point, but. Oxford and Wickham, you, you honestly, if you're an Oxford fan, you can't turn down a point against Wickham. We've got a turgid record against them. Respectfully to both Peterborough and Oxford, is it not quite a reflection of League One where your fifth and sixth place team have done have lost four out of five and drawn one and then one win in five for Oxford? It's not quite a reflection on the league, I don't know. Maybe it is, but I, I look at our games as I look at look, no one's denying that since Des Buckingham has come in, like he hasn't improved us. I'm not saying he has improved us. I'm saying that he's come in and the adjustment, I think Jake said it last week and he's spot on. I think the the, adjust, the adjustment has maybe taken a little bit longer than we all thought. That's it when he's spot on. Well, you were, no, he's right. And I, it was Jake, when it was you that said it. I think the adjustment has taken longer than he thought. Because it, I think we we came in and thought it was going to be a like for like. But it, well, I didn't think, but it, and it wasn't. And it hasn't been. But I don't, I, a point against Pompey, a point against... Reading isn't ideal. Point against Blackpool's fine. Beating Wigan 4-2 was fine, you know, is, is a great result. And then going to Wickham and getting a point. You go and beat Northampton Leighton or in that, that run looks different totally story, different. Yeah. Yep. There we are. 12 games. Done well there. Uh, shout out. We go to scores on bloody doors. No. We shouldn't. Uh, well, just before we do, I think I've got a birthday message as well. Patrick, happy birthday. Well. You're forgetting of the week. Yes, yes, I know that. I'm going to come to. I just want to give a shout out to Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, happy birthday, Patrick! Happy birthday, Patrick! Birthday, Patrick! Yeah. Happy birthday, Patrick! Blaine. Can we also do another shout out? Happy yeah, Sean Raggett Day for anyone celebrating. Seven oh. years ago, that was away at Burnley. Is that today. Seven years today. He was well, exceptional sure. yesterday. He was really good yesterday. Sean Raggett, happy Sean Raggett Day to all those celebrating. When's Paddy's birthday? Today. Is it? Yeah. Who Patrick oh. is, mate. Better drop him there a quick message then. I'll just ring him. Um, uh, goal of the week, Jake. We've held number now, haven't we? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. I think yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a couple of contenders, really. I've got one, two, three, four. I've got six contenders um, for goal of the oh, week. Oh, Jesus. Because I've watched <laughs> all of them. And I thought, I, I, I watched them all and thought, yeah, you know what? I'll stick you in the list. Um my top two, and by far my top two, are Mark Leonard against Bristol Rovers and Boston okay, Lawal right. against Barnsley. Those those two are my top two. But I also included, just because I thought they were quite nice goals, Marlon's against Reading was quite a good goal, I thought. was It was a decent little strike. Matt Smith against Shrewsbury was a great goal. Matty Taylor against Port Vale was a, a great strike from a free kick. And, of course, I've included Joe Taylor's little cheeky dip against Edmonton. Um, I am go. I am going to give the award to a man. I'm going to give it to Promise on the Cherry. Oh, sorry, it's Boss in the World against uh, against Barnsley. Uh, off you go, Bossum. Yeah, well done, Boss in the World. Goal of the week. Thomas, result at week. Uh, it's quite an obvious one for me. Daryl Clark's Cheltenham three two over Port Vale. Proper six pointer. I think they're going to do it and get keep themselves up. Congratulations, Gaffer. I think there's a few, few names oh, in there. Here we go. <laughs> I think there's a few. Um, my top three are Nathan Jones, um, Neil Harris, and Daryl Clark. Um, I'm going to go Daryl Clark for the wider look, I think, in terms of the result's good. 
but like it, it, with context, that result was massive and the recent form's great. The reason why I'd say that you'd put Neil Harrison there, you know, I know it's Carlisle, but to go there and score four goals, win four nil. And what he has done, again, if you look at it from a wider perspective, it's, it's a fantastic achievement. And also, I know it's a draw and we're celebrating draws and Charlton need wins, but I really like Nathan Jones. I really like him and he's, he is he is galvanising that group. Um, and it was a he, he made some interesting calls yesterday, you know, Thierry Small, who the fuck and how's that? He turns, he, you know, yeah, turns out, he, <laughs> turns out he's amazing. So, you know, uh, yeah. Do you but really I, 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 I like Nathan Jones? Yes, I do. I think he's a very, very good. I think he's perfect for what Charlton need. Wardy likes Nathan Jones just as much as you like sex on the beach, and I'll let you work out what I mean by that. Performer of the week. Uh, I'm, I'm tempted between two, and it's in the Portsmouth game. Um, Charlie Savage is right up there just because he's like, yeah. he, he's, pissed, he's pissed Tom off. So for me, come on, Charlie, good lad. Uh, Mark Leonard 2.0. I'm gonna give it Abu Kamara. I think I've given it him before as well. And uh, good player, uh, gets goals, gets assists. And I think that what um, it did well, and your know, Carlisle have done this year, they brought loan players back to the football club that have done well. The first thing I would be doing if I were Portsmouth when I'm using the word when and I should use the word. If and I'm gonna go, I'll go back. If they win promotion, um, he's going to get Abu Kamara back. Make sure you keep this squad and just add a little tweak because I, I think with the momentum that they've got, like Ipswich had, I don't think they'll go and do what Ipswich have done. If I'm honest with you, I think that they can comfortably go and do better than what Plymouth have done. And Plymouth 16th, and I know they're only five points above the, the kind of the bottom four, but keep Kamara. I'm going to give him a, for three assists as well. Mm. If he gets a goal and two assists, I don't think I'd give it him for the, for the sake of three assists. And he's, not, he's only got three in the old season before that as well. So uh, I think you'll Abu... need Norris to go up, Tom, to get Kamara back. But yeah, are, I think it's going to be so tough. It could happen. Could happen. Yeah. Do you think Norris will learn from the mistakes from previous loans? And Barley Mumba. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Although I'm not saying Kamara's as good as Barley Mumba because he's not. Well, because he's better, obviously. No. They're so, still what, they, they sold Bally Mumba for about a million quid. They'll want, they'll, they'll want, yeah. they'll want about a million. Alex Robertson and Abu Kamara top priorities in the summer for Pompey. And if we do that, then I really fancy our chances. But this is obviously on the condition that we go up and we haven't done it yet. So, Kamara and who uh, else the other one? Robertson from Man City wants his better. I've, I've got a bit of a. Um, oh. Um, Ben oh, you just keep talking. You just keep talking. <laughs> just come out. Yeah, we'll just keep it back. Oh, it slipped out. Oh, just shove it back in. There we go. Oh, we're in. As make sure we get to settings. There we go. While he gets year. himself sorted, would it be harder to get Alex Robertson back to Pompey, or would it be harder to get Abu Kamara back? To Kamara Pompey? would be harder because you're then loaning from a direct rival. You're also you're yeah. not going to buy Alex Robertson. You can probably get him back on loan if you get promoted. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying we're going to. Well, we might do today. So. Record transfer fee, you're so <laughs> mental. Before we come to scores on the bloody doors, if I was a management team looking to get results, I'd be looking at Jake. Now, Jake does something why I think he's struggling. Now, he's got a tendency to put pause to draw games, and he's also got a tendency just to go unpredictable. Like He doesn't go for the safe and easy <laughs> options, and that's why I think he's struggling a little bit. Uh, Jake... I know I didn't do too well. Oh, you fucking board. prick. Because you know what how we... I've done this week, don't you? No, I don't. Really? I'm... No, I don't. Really don't. He had another I shocker. I've had a. F... Oh, honestly, I've just stank out. <laughs> have you got? Right? So I, I got three. Well. I got three this week. Three? Yeah. I what, got including three. midweek? 
Uh, no, I got three on midweek as well. So ah! six, six for six for the week. Yeah, six for the week. Tom got double my points in just midweek than I did all week. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. So yeah, so so midweek I took three, Wardy got five, and Tom and uh, Ben both got twelve. And then this weekend, uh, I took three, Nappers took five, and Wardy Wardy nine, Tom eight. So. This is. I think I might be fucking. This I think I really fucked fucking embarrassing. He's, he's doing a Peterborough Wardy. I go. don't think he is. I don't know. Oh, Nine points is good for the weekend. Uh, so I, I'm well I'm on two two six. Tom's on two five three. Somewhere near <laughs> twenty five. points. Twenty eight points behind. Me. Uh, Ben's on two five nine. Oh. And Wardy's on two six five. I think, right, we were talking, and I'd like to let our patrons or our viewers know, tweet us. If you're still listening, just tweet us. What do you think? I think there should be a reward for the winner. Like, no. They pick the rest- no. They pick the, they pick the restaurant that we're going to go to to eat. Within reason. We, 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 I, that was the fourth, it wasn't it? You're all having a fucking happy meal. Get no, fucking it's a takeaway. We eat it here. That was the forfeit. Oh, that but all right the then. But we can pick wherever we want. Really silly. But I think, should, I think there should be a reward. Dear. What is it at the moment? So if you come bottom, you're paying for every one. I feel a little yeah. bit bad doing that. I know we did agree <laughs> that. Jake's going to be 50 quid down for me and about 100 quid down for the night. I might just like, I don't know. It should yeah, be. Man. I think it should be if you win it. I know it's coming from me. Oh, if you... oh here we go. Now it suits Wardy. This is what no. it should be. <laughs> if you win it, the, the three the other below, three should join together. The other three should away. buy it. Yeah. Oh, hang on. No, this no. wasn't what the pre-agreed arrangement was. No, oh, no, Wardy, yeah. Spot on, no, mate. this is what Jake does, right? Wardy gets in your head, did he? Tommy. Last year we had a bet, right? If I, he's doing, he's backing out of it. I, I'm a man of my word. I said I'd wear a Lincoln City shirt. I, I wore a Lincoln City shirt. I back out of it. Right? I just knew we were going to finish above you. I right, was but this year, right, we make an agreement that you have to buy our... It's going to be 10, 15 quid each. Yeah. Can there like be a, only like a prize for most improved? Someone who's climbed the table the most? No. That's no I mean, what, can we have block of the week? You've gone well. from fourth to third, Tom, so it's not that impressive. Well, it's the biggest step up for anyone, isn't it? Well, it's been top, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I've been top. Okay, maybe top. Maybe I was top We'll have to discuss it, but I, I, I've Jake will have a hefty bill because, like you say, like you know, without should we make it stupid bets then? Should he? <laughs> Your fucking funeral. The Oxford fifty quid bet was was. Fucking uh, hey, wild. look, I, I, sneaky feeling. We keep winning. Sneaky right. feeling. So yeah, let anyway. us know at home what should maybe maybe the or you could do the loser has to buy the winner dinner. Minimum. Oh, God. Should have read the terms and conditions on this, shouldn't well, they? What was the original some forfeit? There's got to be some bet big for because Jake can't what? wind up because he just because he's 27 points behind it. Fucking February, like I'm not being funny, right? Fleet, Fleet would have been shit all season, right? You, you, you like we're the team with the amount of unbeaten teams we could have had where Fleet would have fucked it up. I couldn't have come on, right? That's what Jake's doing. He's basically saying, Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, rules don't count. Yes, you do, Jake. I was preparing myself the... to buy everyone food when I was bottom. I would... Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy you all a happy meal. That's fine. No, it can't be that. It has to be. Oh, well, I'll buy you six nugget meal. Yeah. No, it has to be of a agreed takeaway. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that, that we're going to go like. I'm talking like pizza and fucking some fries here, lad. Like, I'm not talking like or 
you know, a local curry. I'm not talking like in Miller and Carter, that's a 35 quid, 16 ounce or steak, am I? That's a big up steak. That was quite specific as well, Ben. I should say, we have got, what, 12, 13 game weeks to go? I could get a faultless game week, mate. I'll tell you what, right? If Jake goes third, you watch how he'll wangle going, no, no, the loser. Yeah. I know it's true. Should we predict scores? Let's do some games. We've got midweek as well, remember? We have. Let's. There's not any midweek. Yeah, no, there's good. there's three games. Cambridge entertain Bolton. Warding. Oh, oh. You go first, oh I'm first. Oh, that's <laughs> oh this isn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, why am I going first? Almost like you want to hear my score. Anyway, um, I'm gonna go <laughs> two one Cambridge. Oh, oh, I'd love that. Uh, yeah. Thomas. Oh, I'm going second. Um, oh. Unfortunately, it's probably going to be a nil-two, isn't it, Bolton? But I'd love a Cambridge win, but I'm going to go for a nil-two. Jake? Well, whatever I say is not going to happen. So, uh, Cambridge one, Bolton two. Uh, Cambridge nil, Bolton, Sorry, Bolton one. Oxford, yellows against the Cobblers. Yellows. Love a Tuesday, don't we? But now we are going to lose. Now I keep saying that. Uh, so <laughs> watch us, watch us now. Fuck this right up on a Tuesday. Um, yeah, I'm going to go two-one Oxford. Thomas, yeah, get it, get it right. You'll beat him three-one. Oxford two, Northampton nil. Oxford oh, two, Northampton nil. Reading Port Vale. Um, Reading, Reading one, Port Vale one. Nil nil. Um, Reading one, Port Vale nil. Reading two, Port Vale one. Saturday comes about, uh, well, and we we're have going. Got a Friday, ben. We've got a Friday. Have we? No. Oh, we have. Yeah. We have. Got a Friday. Friday. Is it on Sky Sports cameras? Oh, no, I uh, doubt it. It's Wigan Cheltenham. We're Wigan against three people there. What are we saying? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to say 2-1 Wigan. Not nice. I like Derek Clark. I'm saying the reverse. 2-1 Cheltenham. Going to go one apiece. 1-0 one, one. One Wigan. Uh, this is such uh, a derby. This is a derby now, Nappers. Bear in mind, we have uh, EFL Cup action this week as well. Peterborough travelled to Blackpool. Um, Blackpool. So um, what we say oh, in... Papa John's paint pot action, you mean, yeah. not EFL Cup. Papa John's paint pot beer. Wait, so that, when's that happening? When's Papa John's? Tuesday, Wednesday. But Blackpool still plays, so they carry on playing. Blackpool are in it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Still... I'm just saying it might factor the game because mm. yep. it's semi-final. Maybe. Uh, I'm going to go... Came... Nah, people are going to win, are they? They've got to win. They've got... Surely they can't lose. Cambridge nil, Peterborough 2. This was quite... No, Cambridge 1, Peterborough 2. Sorry. Cambridge 1, Peterborough 2. Cambridge was cool. He does go back on them quite a lot, doesn't he, Mr. Really? Top of the League? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. I think, you know, we had the game that Napa's been... So, I think we can go Wardy Bingo with predictions. Uh, what was the game? Uh, what was the game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me change that one. Go back a couple of games. Change that one. This, <laughs> was, almost, this was almost cricket score last time, wasn't it? Is that the Abbey? I think they're not going to win five on the... Lose five on the bounce, sorry, are they? Nil two, but I'd like mm. Cambridge to win. Thomas, uh, Jake, <laughs> yeah, that's a downgrade. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's, the, that's the caption. That is the caption this week. <laughs> that is the picture that everyone's going to see tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> we might save it for the caption because we haven't done them in a while. Caption, yeah, caption competition. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to end. Uh, I need to wait. Hey. Cambridge won this fixture last year at the Abbey. Oh, I'm gonna sake, go. No one cares, Jake. For fuck's sake. <laughs> no one gives a shit. It's time to score. Uh, Cambridge won, Peterborough nil. Cambridge won, Peterborough won. Barnsley Derby, big game. Barnsley, you've got, uh, Barnsley actually got a goal difference of uh, minus 4-2 last time they played with an XG of 4.89. Um, so, uh, calculations together. I think Derby are going to win 2-0. I think Derby are going to win... 1 0 narrow. Barnsley 2, Derby 1. Wow. Barnsley 0, Derby 1. Um, Blackpool Bolton, big game. Another big game. It's a big game. I'm going to go. Bolton haven't won at Blueberry for ages. Yeah. That helps. Blackpool 2, Bolton 2. Ooh. 2 all. 1 1 for me. Blackpool 1, Bolton 1. Blackpool 2, Bolton 1. Come on, Blackpool. Burton, Northampton, class of the Titans, this. Riveting. Uh, you might have Ooh, missed it. all over the place. Oh, Benjamin. oh yeah. Bristol Rovers, Carlisle, Riverton. Good order, please. Oh, that's good order, please. Uh, <laughs> Bristol Rovers, nil. Car. Oh, yeah, no. What am I fucking doing? Bristol Rovers, three. Oh, here we go. Bristol Rovers three, Carlisle one. One of Rovers. We love God, that. Doing the accent again, are we? No, Bristol Rovers two, Carlisle nil. Bristol Rovers five, Carlisle nil. Five. <laughs> now, Jesus Bristol Rovers two. Jack, Di- Jack Diamond is back at the men, though. It's quite Bristol Rovers two. Two nil. No, two nil. Bristol Rovers two. Burton no. eight, Northampton seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Burton, nil, Northampton, one. Narrow, one, nil. Oh, sorry. Burton, one, Northampton, two. I'm going to go Burton, Albion, one, Northampton, nil. Burton, Burton, two, Northampton, nil. Charlton, Pompey, for an unbeaten February. Oh, oh it'd be so Nathan Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, don't. That's what it will be. It will be. It will. It won't it 100% be. And then Wardy behind him going like, this is the Portsmouth fan. <laughs> <laughs> John, John Vecini, I love you. Um, John. Well, I remember, I'm, I'm going to one of these games. I think, yeah. Oh, oh, you've said it. Oh, I wonder which one it is. What do you mean, which one it is? <laughs> Imagine, Come on! Imagine I imagine I went to Exeter, mate. Wardy, I, I, I get that you turned into John Messina now, but <laughs> I'm gonna prediction. say if you show up at Port Vale, I'm gonna lose my shit. One all. <laughs> nah, no one all. Yeah. Break of your curse. Are you going How one all, or would you like to change? No. How convenient, all. by the way, that all of a sudden he's he never had this experience before. Portsmouth are in town. I need to work. I need to go. I need to watch my beloved Portsmouth. Well, no one's saying it is that game, by the way. Like that, it might not oh, be that mate, game. It's so easy. You're always at the valley when we play there. I'm gonna because t- I'll be honest. It's not Jake. I'm that gonna tell Jake. Last season, I'm gonna tell sure. Jake off camera. I'll text him where it is because I'm not going to. I'll be honest. It's not Jake. But I'll tell. I'll tell him. Oh, where brilliant. I'm going. Oh well, yeah. No, 
eight hour round oh, trip to Exeter incoming then. Um <laughs> I could see a draw. I don't want to draw, I want us to go there and win. Charlton one, Portsmouth two. Charlton nil, Portsmouth two. Class. Charlton one, Portsmouth one. Oh Ben. Oh, oh, Ben. I think I think a point would be all right, though. I know Char- it would be all right, but I want to win just to annoy the scammer. Go on. Fleetwood three. <laughs> no. Um, Exeter one. Fleetwood one. One all draw for me. It's a long way, Ben. Last Fleet minute, Austin Lowell winner. Exeter nil, Fleetwood one. Come on. Yeah. I had Exeter nil, Fleetwood one. I I have I'm leaving my house at like five quarter to five in the morning, five a.m. in the morning. Exeter one, Fleetwood nil. Oh. Oxford, right. Leighton Orient. Saturday. Um, it's got no correlation whatsoever, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> as it, 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 it really has. We play Pond on Saturday as well. I, I'm going to say. Oh, fuck it. What have I got to lose? 2 0 Oxford. Late in Orient. Oxford. One late in Orient. One, because you did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, seems to be true. Oxford. Two. Late in Orient. One. One or. Can I say the line, Ben? Can I say the line? It screams. It's our game next, isn't it? What? Can I say the line? Because it's our game next, isn't it? Yeah, Lincoln. So, yeah, so but... we played Port Vale, <laughs> and I wanted to say that for ages. Oh yeah, we go down choose. Tell you what, they're going to have some uh, handsome young men turn up next week, aren't they? Jake on uh, on Saturday, then Ben on the, the Tuesday. They're going to yeah, go from little to large, people. aren't they? They're going to go. Oh, nothing there. Oh, you've got a rather, you know, suspicious package there. I must say, <laughs> looking forward <laughs> to getting the... groped on the way into Vale Park. You will get oh, wow. groped. Mm. Should we get some score predictions on that? Um, yeah. I'm going to do Port Vale nil, Lincoln five. <laughs> we have won six two there before, Wardy. So... Oh, back in 1974. Back in 2019. No, I'm going to say Port Vale um, nil, Lincoln one. But it would be quite Jake for him to say five nil. Yeah. Uh, I think you will beat them by three goals to one. I think we're going to win Port Vale 1, Lincoln 2. Port Vale 0, Lincoln 1. Clean Red... sweep! Get it! Red... You know what that means. You know what that means, don't you? Yeah, Port Vale 2, Lincoln 0. Yeah, Port Vale yeah, 1, Lincoln 0. Um, I'm looking forward to, to, to the game. And um, big day, isn't it, on the fun bus, Jake? Anything happening after the game, it's... mate? Oh, it's a bit, there's going to be a scrap again, mate, like there was last is year. That, is, that, is that after the game? Or is that when you get off the fun bus to go and do something after the game? What like what? What's happening after the game? I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, oh, I know what I am doing after the game. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have a great time. Are you have you been on the? Add a second. Hey, second thing after the. I'm did you, so did, lost here. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look, did mate, you go? On, did, did we speak after you did it, or did you do it? Did I've done it all, you, mate? <laughs> I don't did ask today. Uh, have you been on the first one? Uh, yes. Good. Yeah. 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 It was decent. Yeah. And is this the second one? This is the second one. And a day of A day of same first. one. Reading Shrewsbury. <laughs> I'm gonna go to, to near <laughs> Reading. 
I'm going to go 2 1 Reading. I'm going to go 2 0 Reading. 2 0 Ding. Stephen is Wicombi. Wicombi. Oh, right. Um, I see what you did there. I'm going to go Stevenage 1, Wickham 0. Another penalty denial for Stevenage. 1-0 Wickham. Come on. I'm going to go Stevenage 2, Wickham 0. Yeah, 2-1 Stevenage. I think that wraps it up, boys. What do we think? Good show? Long Very show. Great. 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 Minute. Bargained for. You've got exactly. 90 minutes. What wow. lucky people. 89 so much to do. I've got to plan pretty much half a show in the, and then get it out. Special video coming out tomorrow. All boys feature. Can't wait for that. Well uh, done on the host. Fabulous show. Actually, a very yes. enjoyable yeah. show. We've got laughs. We've got football chat. We've got everything in there, haven't we? So, now we're uh, competition. Yes. Check out everyone's vlogs as well, because I uh, obviously have watched them all. And uh, everyone, you mean mine and Tom's? Yeah. This yeah. is true. Yeah. And I uh, look got a video coming to... out. Yeah. Oh, I asked him last yeah. week, right? Will that channel ever happen? He goes, I don't know. I said, like, oh my lord. Come on. When's it coming, Jake? Maybe next season. Next Saturday, well, I reckon. Lincoln imagine, City, imagine you just put one out. Imagine you just stuck a video out out nowhere. That'd be quite cool. I'd love it. Anyway, there we go. Let's see you later. See you next weekend. See you later. Right, ciao, ciao.